Hey guys, you're listening to the MF CEO Project, where Andy Frisella chases away rainbows, dines on unicorn meat, and tramples on wilting flowers. Pay heed, all you who have joined us, you are entering the real world. We're just breaking in the new year. Certainly, there's still time to set big goals for 2016. Setting and surpassing your goals is the topic of today's podcast. Brace yourselves. Hey guys, what's up? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I'm Andy and I am the motherfucking CEO. Woo! That's my that's my 2016 woo. <laughs> Which I still has to, a little Kermit the Frog uh, in it. Yeah, man. We had to get it's it's got the DJ Khaled in it. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> it's it's raspy. I, yeah. I kind of like it. Uh, or or to harken back to a little older one, Tone Loke. Yeah, Tone you know? Loke style. Yeah. You know, funky Comedina. But here's the thing, man. I'm excited. We haven't been recording. Um, you know, I know last week we played uh, Sean Whalen number two, which was uh, dinner conversation. Dinner with conversation Sean with Whalen. Sean. You know, which was always a good time. But we haven't actually recorded a new podcast in a few weeks because I actually lost my voice completely for uh, literally two weeks. Um, so I'm excited to be back. I know. You know, Vaughn, you're excited to be here. Tyler's excited to be here all the time. Woo! Um, no salmon shorts because it's 40 degrees. But look, I'm still wearing shorts because I ain't a pussy. <laughs> All right. So here's the deal, guys. Um, you know, it's the second week of 2016. You know, 98% of you, let's be realistic, have already failed your fucking goals for this year. All right. So we wanted to give you some time to fail that first set of goals. And then today we're going to talk about how to set goals that you're going to keep. All right, so even though we're, we're two weeks in and, you know, you're down and you're already eating fucking bonbons again, you know, uh, drinking alcohol and saying bad words or whatever it was you swore off you weren't going to do, but you're actually still doing, we're going to show you how to keep your goals today and why setting goals the right way is important because the way most people set goals almost insinuates that they're going to fail from the get-go. We're going to get into that in a minute, but first, before I do broach that topic of goal setting, we're going to talk about a few things. Uh, <clears throat> we have some big, big, big stuff coming in for 2016. Huge. Uh, huge stuff. Like Viagra, Mega Boner announcements. Godzilla size. Yes. Um, like hide your boner at the chalkboard <laughs> whenever you're like in seventh grade type announcements. Exactly. Right? Yeah, Vaughn, you know what I'm talking about. I'm, you're I'm, still doing that I'm shit. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> so... What's the? What do you want to talk about first, man? What's the first announcement? What do you think the biggest one is so far? V. The V. The coming of the V. The Veaster. The Veaster. The All right, guys. First of all, huge event in St. Louis on March eighth. Um, Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk. You guys know who he is. Um, crush it. Crush it. Uh, jab, jab, jab. Right hook. Thank you, economy. Basically, the number one entrepreneurial thought leader in the world at this time, social media expert, content expert, uh, influencer marketing expert, all right? This guy's the fucking man, will be launching his book, um, which is called Hashtag Ask Gary V, all right, in St. Louis, March 8th, um, with me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to be, I, I'm honored, I'm humbled, I don't even know what, why I deserve the opportunity, but uh, Gary hit me up and invited me to help him launch the book, to, uh, to speak at an event that we're going to do for the book launch, um, which the book comes out March 8th, and we're going to launch the book, we're going to send it into the fucking stratosphere, we're going to do a live event, we're going to do Q&A, we're going to burn the fucking house down. And I've got a text here from Gary, too. He's like, I'm answering every motherfucking question. I'm on fire. I'm ready to go. I'm going to kill it. Like, dude, he is fucking hyped. Like, he called me yesterday for like two minutes. He's like, you ready to kill it on March 8th? I'm like, yeah, bro, it's fucking January 5th. (laughs) Like, I'm ready to kill it on March 8th. Good. I mean, the guy's intense. So if you're a fan of this show and you haven't heard Gary speak, um, you are in for something great. And I hope that... You guys will make the trip to St. Louis because 
I don't know when the next time I'm going to get to speak with Gary is, and I'm super excited um, because our mentalities are so parallel and our attitudes are parallel. Simpatico. Oh, yeah, man. Those complicated words, I don't know. You know, <laughs> Mr. Education down there. I'm just a blue-collar guy down here. Simpatico means brothers from another mother. There you go. You know. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Sounds like raging Viagra chalkboard boner <laughs> stuff to me. We will be announcing uh, the tickets sometime next week. We're, it's going to be 400 tickets. Um, we will sell out. I mean, it'll sell out probably in the first five minutes. So you're going to want to pay attention to when these tickets come available. Um, it's going to be a, it's going to be an awesome event. So I hope you guys, wherever you're from, um, whether you're driving distance or you know you could take a day off or whatever from work, I guarantee you, if you come to this event, you will leave with more value than you paid out for the money. I promise you. And Absolutely. if you don't, I'll give you your fucking money back. All right. So make the trip. Let's shake some hands. Let's kiss some babies. I'm ready to do this. I know Gary's ready. It's going to be a fucking good time. So that is the first big announcement. Uh, Vaughn, you know, what do you think the next biggest thing is here? How about the fact that he, Vaughn the Impaler impaled his wife and now is having a baby? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not having a baby. Well, your wife is. Yes. Yeah. We are having a baby, yes. Congratulations, dude. Thank you. Yeah. Number two. All that impaling. I like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Vaughn, you guys thought it was just a nickname. It's fucking, it's legit. Vaughn the fucking Impaler. Anyway. My wife's going to kill me for saying this, but when we went to your Christmas party the other day, she was going to wear a shirt that said Kasha the Impaled. (laughs) That'd be funny. (laughs) Dude, speaking of that party, man, I got drunk. You did. You hugged me like maybe 12 times. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Man. I loved it. It was great. Man, I don't know. I was hung over the next day. That was fun, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I figured you were. Yeah kind of hurting the next day but it was was. fun it was a lot of fun so next big announcement my book yes kill 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 coming out uh our goal is beginning of summer to Mm -hmm. to bring it out um gonna be a good book uh it's gonna be something that i don't think i've never read a book like it before um I think it's going to be new, fresh. I'm not going to brag about my fucking book, mm-hmm. but you know. Anyway, my book. You can brag about it though. No, it's not I, me. I think it's. So I, you go I ahead and brag gonna, about me. Well, I mean, I, you know, Ga- right let, let me put it this way. I love what Gary Vaynerchuk said about you. He said that you have a gift for transferring enthusiasm, and I think that book, in this book, that enthusiasm for killing it, for conquering everything, for overachieving, is really going to come through. And my hope is that people respond to the book. Kind of like you know, I don't know, ecstasy or look, man. It's going to be they just get hooked. It's going to be there's going to be like crystal meth. Yeah, there's going to be fifty percent of the people that read that book and they're going to say, "Holy shit, this guy's fucking awesome." And there's going to be fifty percent of the people that call the fucking cops. (laughs) That's pretty much what it's going to be. Yeah. So So look forward to that. Definitely. Um, You know, you know, you're not. I'm going to take this opportunity because you're not going to do it. But I'm going to take this opportunity because I. I discovered this on Emily, your wife Emily. I discovered this on her Facebook because I didn't even hear it from you. But uh, for those of you who don't know, Entrepreneur Magazine actually uh, did feature a little little story on the top seven Instagram accounts to motivate the entrepreneurial journey, and Andy Frisella was one of them. Uh, I believe you were number three. I was number four. Number Gary four. was number three. That's right. Gary yeah. was number three. Which so, was cool because it was yeah. like... Yeah, very yeah, so cool. you get to hear both of us speak on March 8th. Very cool. So yeah. if you guys are interested in reading that article, you can, you can go to entrepreneur.com uh, or you can just go to themfceo.com forward slash entrepreneur mag. And I've, I've made a custom link so you can go right to our website and be able to read that article. Dude, the funny, th- one. the funny thing is about that is like they didn't even contact me or say anything. It was just it just showed up. So like I got tagged in it and I'm like I'm like scrolling through the names like I'm like like I'm reading an article and I'm like thinking for sure I'm not going to be in it. Right. I'm like looking at it. I'm like all right, yeah. All right. I never heard of that guy before, you know. And like usually when I read shit like that, I'm like who the fuck are these people? And then when I saw my name, I was like, oh, they must have done their homework. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Not well, a, not, I mean, nothing like being humble about it. I, I, I hardly think it's because of me, but I will tell you that I emailed them a long time ago telling them about you. So you did? I did. A long time ago. Like oh, when, when, man, you just yeah, ruined my so, thing. What I know. Dick. Just took the wind out of my sails. <laughs> all right. So. so third announcement. All right. 
if you follow me and you follow my company first form, okay, which is www.thenumeral1stphorm, um, we make the world's most premium sports supplements and nutritional supplements. Um, we are doing a contest uh, based on transformations, physical transformations, um, mental transformations, life transformations that we are giving away two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in. 2016 to people that want to participate i am doing the cool thing about this transformation is that this contest i mean it's not a new idea people have done transformation contests for 20 years but there has never been one where the ceo of the company has dedicated himself and put himself out there in a way that he's going to do it with you so guys look right now i've got 70 fucking pounds i need to lose all right and i'm going to lose it but the point is, is that if you have a goal, if you have a goal to improve, whether it be gain muscle, get better shape, lose weight, whatever, you need to check this contest out, all right? Because it's for everybody. Um, and the website is www.mytransformationstartstoday.com, okay? So go check that out. We're giving away monthly prizes and monthly progress and and we're going to do some big, big shit. We, we put the uh, video out yesterday or two days ago. We've already had like, we had 4,000 people sign up in the first fucking hour and shut the website down. Wow. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I got to admit the first time I saw that, that video, I was like, dude, is that Gerard Butler and 300? Uh, yeah. That's who I thought it was. Yeah. Only like plus a hundred pounds. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, like, dude, I'm not comfortable, uh, with my physical, conditioning right now clearly i mean i've got a lot of progress to make but the thing is is in the message of the video you can go to facebook and watch it on first forms facebook is that look man no matter how much you think somebody has their shit together there's things about their life that are not right you know what i mean so you have to be careful to look you know and and idolize people because dude everybody's got their struggles you know a lot of you guys right now are struggling financially a lot of you guys um are struggling with emotional issues or relationship issues. A lot of you guys are struggling with, you know, physical issues like I am. But the reality of the situation is that we're all fucking fighting a battle. And that battle might be obvious or it might not be. But the case of the video that we made for that, which went went viral, um, it, it was, you know, I wanted to make my struggle fucking very obvious what it was. And so if you watch the video, dude, it shows me getting out of bed with my shirt off and staring at the mirror at my big fat body. And, you know, that sucked for me. I didn't want to shoot that. You know what I mean? That was fucking very hard for me to put out there for everybody. But the reality is, is like, dude, I'm committed to making a change. So what's it going to make a difference in six months? You know what I mean? So, dude, embrace your flaws, embrace, embrace your weaknesses and, and own them and fucking let's make it happen. So mytransformation.com, check it out. Um, it'll give you a little more insight if you just know me from the MFCEO project into like what our company's about, um, what we do uh, in, I guess, quote unquote, my day job. So yeah, check it out. Awesome. So, so we're today, talk about goals. 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 Like, like what are your goals? Yeah. Like how to, how to determine whether a goal is worth pursuing and that sort of stuff. Is that what you're talking about? You know, I think the biggest thing that, you know, when we're little, man, everybody tells us this, this shit like, oh, you got to have goals and you got to write them down. And, you know, once you write down, because there was a study in the 50s that like, you know, the 3% of the people that accumulated the most wealth were the ones that wrote their goals down. Or I don't know. I could be totally wrong on that, but I've read that a bunch of times you know, and the asterisk holes out there are going to fucking correct me on it. <laughs> right. So you guys do the fucking research and send it to me. The reality is, is there's been studies that show that people that write down their goals succeed. They have a better chance of succeeding. But the reality of that study is that most people that still write down their goals never achieve them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So why is that? Because we've been taught our whole life. Oh, if you write down your goal, you're going to have a better chance of achieving it. That's true. But your chances are still that you're chances are you're still going to fail. Why? And it has to do with the way that we think about goals, the way we set goals, and the way that we act upon those goals. So today we're going to address, uh, you know, a number of different issues. Um, we're going to talk about setting goals. We're going to talk about keeping goals. Uh, we're going to talk about support, surpassing the goals that you set. So, guys, the thing is, is that 
when most people set goals, we're taught when we're little uh, or in high school. And I've heard this a trillion times, and I could not disagree with it more. And you're going to hear this and probably disagree with it. I have arguments with this with people in my company all the time. They say, set obtainable goals. Set obtainable goals. Set goals that are realistic. Bullshit. You should be setting goals that are so fucking big that nobody else that, that you're around is going to believe you. Okay? If you're setting goals that don't demand that you raise your level of greatness, they're not big enough. Okay? You are the measure of your own success. And if a goal is hard for someone else but easy for you, your goal is sucks. Mm. You know? So a lot of people take these, um, these little, these li- they take these little bitty goals like, oh, you know, I want to get a 1% raise on my paycheck this year. Well, dude, the reality is, is that if you're aiming for a 1% raise, you're probably going to get like a one-tenth of 1% raise. Okay? So it's important that you set goals that are big. That way, if you even fall short, you're still gaining much more than you would if you set small, obtainable goals. You know, the ultimate goal of every one of your goals is for you to be a fucking animal in life and to be great. So if a goal doesn't demand that of you, why are you even setting it? Okay, why are you setting these small goals? Like, oh, I'm going to, you know, be a better dude. Or, oh, I'm going to be a better this or that or that. How about I be the greatest fucking dude to ever live in the face of the fucking earth? What would you say to people who say that if you set those high goals, you're just setting yourself up for failure? I, I, I think that here's the thing. People need to think about goals differently, all right? When you set small, obtainable goals, the chances of you taking the action for you to achieve those goals because it's simple actions and you know that and it's obtainable actions and you know that is less, okay? If you set gigantic fucking goals and you know, dude, for me to ever hit that goal, I've got to take these massive actions. I've got to take these massive moves. I've got to do massive things. And you make that part of who you are, doing massive things, taking massive actions, you're going to achieve far more than you ever would because you know you have to act. So, like, when you're running on a small goal and you know that, you know, it doesn't take that much for you, I, I want to lose five pounds in, this, in 2016. Well, fuck, dude, you could lose five pounds in a week. So you're going to wait until, like, December 16th of 2016 to start your goal. You know, what about I got to lose 70 fucking pounds or 100 pounds? Those goals are easier to obtain because they create massive action, you know, they, they, they demand massive action on your part to achieve. So is that the same phenomenon as what happens in sports where teams play to the level of their opponents? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. You know, and people do that. You know, they play to the level of the goals they set. You know, it's the exact same thing. That's a great, great comparison. And I've seen it. I've seen it personally. I've seen it professionally. I've seen it with employees. I've seen it with, with you know, my friends, I've seen it with other successful people. And the most successful people on earth consistently set goals that are so big that everybody fucking laughs at them. Because when everybody's laughing at you, you know, first of all, that adds a little extra pressure and fire to your, to your ass, which is great. But the reality of it is, is you know in your heart the kind of action it's going to take to get there. And that is not going to be something that you take for granted. Like, if you want to be a fucking billionaire... You know you got to get your shit together at a young age, and you're going to start working now. Where, you know, if you say, oh, my goal is to be a millionaire, nowadays, you know, most people think, well, one day if I just stick with it long enough, I'll have the opportunity to make a million bucks. Well, that's not the case, first of all. Number one, making a million dollars is a lot fucking harder than you think. Second of all, why not make your goal to be a billionaire, and if you did that, the million dollars is going to come a lot easier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's it throws... The whole way you think about goals kind of flies in the face of what most people teach. You know, they teach you small, obtainable increases. You know what I mean? Which require little, bitty, tiny actions, which require minimal commitment, which require minimal thought or minimal focus. And the result of all those minimals is minimal. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So you have to train your mind to think maximum action, maximum thought, maximum focus, maximum you know, move maximum movement forward. And the way you do that is by setting gigantic fucking goals. So I challenge you to take your goals. And when I speak publicly, I always say this, my job is to ruin your fucking goals. I challenge you to take a look at your goals 
and tell me that they aren't fucking, that they're big enough. Because right now, I guarantee you, your goals are fucking goals for pussies. And you're not a pussy. And if you set goals for pussy, you're going to be a pussy. Period. Hmm. You know, that's the way it works. Did you and I talk about Seth Curry and what he said re- recently about somebody said, what's your purpose at, at, as an NBA player? And his answer was, well, my purpose is to replace Michael Jordan as the greatest player who's ever played the game. And a lot of people were like, oh, I can't believe he, he would say that. Why, why would he ever say that? And his, his quick reply was basically, shouldn't that be the purpose of literally every player in the NBA? And because that's his quote-unquote unattainable, unreasonable, big goal that makes people laugh, look at the level he's playing at right now. Exactly. And he may never replace him, but even if he doesn't, like you asked a minute ago, isn't your chance of failing greater? I would say, yeah, it probably is. But would you rather fail at being the greatest player in NBA history and come up short and end up in the Hall of Fame? Or would you rather fail at making the fucking roster and then end up a washout nobody working at fucking McDonald's? Mm-hmm. See what I mean? Yeah. It's the same thing. You're going to say the same thing about making a billion dollars or making a million dollars. You know what I mean? Would you rather fall short of making a billion dollars and have $400 million in your account and say, fuck, I failed my goal, or fall short of making a million dollars, and the most you ever make in your life is like 60 grand a year. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. I mean, the, the, you just said something that made me think that a good way to state it is you're saying it's better to fall just short of greatness than to succeed fully at mediocrity. Yes, exactly. And you're always going to be better for that. So, you know, if you, if you, if you could train your mind to think the right way, you know, your chances of success are much greater. But the reality is, is a lot of people, you know, they're like, well, yeah, but you'll never hit your goals. Well, motherfucker, you're never hitting your goals anyway. You know what I mean? You're not hitting them anyway. You're not even hitting your small goals. (laughs) So what difference does it fucking make? Set big fucking goals, take big fucking action. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it takes, you know? And yeah, people are going to laugh and yeah, people are going to make fun of you and yeah, people are going to say shit. That's a good indicator that your goals are big enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When I tell people we're going to grow first form into a billion dollar brand, I get fucking eye rolls every fucking time I say it. From people that from people <clears throat> who have witnessed where we've came from and seen it grow from where it started. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Nobody's ever going to believe. Nobody's going to believe until it's fucking done. Mm-hmm. So you're saying First two criteria. And then those people who are laughing at you are going to come to you and they're going to be like, dude, I always knew you could do it, man. I always believed in you. Can I work for you? Yeah. 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 Dude, it's, it's just the way people think, man. And I'm not really worried about the way, quote unquote, they think. We're worried about what your outcome is. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you want a big outcome, you're going to have to set big goals. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know? So point number one is... Choose, choose a goal that... that Point number one is rip out the goals you wrote on January 1st, go to the bathroom, take a shit, and wipe your ass with the goals and flush them down the toilet. That is point number one, okay? Point number two is take a fresh sheet of paper and write down goals that are one million times bigger than that goal, okay? This is why I like Grant Cardone, okay? Grant Cardone's book 10X, if you haven't read it, is a fucking awesome book. And the reason that I personally... Dude, I read the book, and then there's a lot of things that I read in it that I were like, yeah, that's good, that's good, that's good, that's good. The one part of the book that is so fucking great about the 10X theory that he's talking about is your goals should be 10 times what your initial goal should be. You're, because you're, it's going to require... For even to hit your initial goal, it's going to require 10 times the action you think it is you're going to need 10 times the money you think you're going to need. So set goals 10 times as big and take action 10 times as big. And dude, I can't say it any better than that because I agree with him a thousand percent. You know, I could sit here and reword this and say, oh, this is how Andy says it. But it, dude, I can't say it any better than he said it. I, it's one of the few instances I've read somebody's book and I've been like, fuck yes. That right there is what goal setting is about. So dude, as soon as we get off this podcast, if you haven't read 10X, go read 10X. If you want, skip to the chapter on goal setting. You'll fucking... Well, actually, don't do that because he explains the theory of 10X. But the point is, is the guy's nailed it in the book. And, you know, it's the way successful people think. You don't ever see somebody with, you know, $10 million a year income or, 
you know, $20 million a year income that has goals of like, oh, I'm going to raise my income by 4% this year. No, they're like, I'm going to fucking triple my income this year. You know what I mean? And I'm going to do that by tripling my action, by tripling the amount of phone calls I make, by tripling the amount of meetings I take, by tripling the amount of emails I send, by tripling the amount of, of efforts I, I, the, you know, I take, the amount of hands I shake, everything. And that's how you do it. You know, and if you set a goal four percent increase, you're gonna do, you know, four more fucking four percent more shit. It just doesn't equate to greatness, which is what you fucking want. Because if you, why would why else would you even be listening to this? Right. You know, so, <clears throat> you know, the goal setting on on terms of like how big you should be setting your goals is like if you if someone else read your goals, you you should feel a little bit embarrassed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a little silly. That's how, that's when you're on the right track. Yeah. So on your new sheet of goals that you're going to write after you wipe your ass with your old sheet. Okay. We're going to talk about how you write these goals out. Guys, you're going to have to write out goals clearly, sharply, precisely with exactly what you want. We're not talking about, I'm going to try to be better at sales. That's not an absolute statement. That's a pussy statement. Okay? It's not clear. It's vague. It allows you to get off the hook. You know, what does even better mean? What does it mean? Oh, I'm better. I'm going to fucking dress better when I'm selling shit. I'm going to fucking shake more hands. I'm going to keep my uh, fingernails better. I mean, what the fuck does it mean? I'm going to be a better salesman. How about this? I'm going to sell 10 times the amount of shit that I sold last year, and I'm going to fucking go buy a Lamborghini. How about that? That's a fucking goal. Okay, not fucking, I'm going to be better, I'm going to be a better piece of shit. No, I'm going to be fucking awesome, I'm going to be a wild animal, and I'm going to go tear people's fucking heads off. That's the attitude you have to have when you're setting goals. Not, I'm going to be better. That's for pussies. So I love the statement that I read the other day. Vague beginnings invite chaotic endings. In other words, if you're kind of unclear where you're starting. Dude, that's the way people go through life, Vaughn. Vaughn, yeah. people go through life like that. They swim with the fucking stream, right? They let the fucking stream dictate where they're going to go. They get in the water, and they swim with the stream. Because you know what? When you swim with the stream, at first, you feel like you're moving a lot faster. It's easier, right? right. Let's swim with the stream. I'm going to swim. I'm going to do my little fucking doggy paddle with the stream because I'm lazy. All right? And then where do you end up? You end up in a bear's fucking mouth somewhere down the river. You know, some big bears waiting at the river. And he catches you in his fucking mouth. And guess what? It's game over. Mm-hmm. And you didn't do shit. You didn't go any, anywhere you wanted to go. You didn't do anything you wanted to do. You live life on life's terms instead of your terms. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So let's fucking stop swimming with the stream. Take control of your goals. And move the fuck forward with precision, with action, and with dedication on a not even a daily basis. On a fucking minute-by-minute basis. You know what I mean? It has to be that kind of focus. So, Don't dip your toe into the pool. Fuck no. Cannonball. No, that's right. Big motherfucking cannonballs. Yeah. You know? I mean, dude, it's... <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the other thing about being, being clear... I mean, I could go on and on, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the, the other thing, and I, I know you'll agree with this, is the other thing is about being clear and sharp is that you're able to measure that. If you're, if you're, if you're vague, if you're hesitant... How can you measure whether you've actually completed your goal or not? But you're saying, make sure your goal has a point. Make sure it's sharp, razor sharp. Yes. Because then you can measure it. Then right. you can you have a way to to to. No, dude. Set, people set those vague goals so that they can let themselves off the hook. They can look at themselves in six months and be like, uh, like, okay, for example, I want to lose weight. Well, I, you know what? I'm six months later. I lost three pounds. Mm-hmm. I, I accomplished my goal. Oh, I want to be better. Well, you know. My sales numbers are the same, but you know I'm I'm nicer to everybody that comes in. Right. They let themselves off the hook with the fucking better. How much, dude? Vague goals are for fucking weak-minded people. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. You know what I mean? Like it's it's for people who want to pretend they're ambitious and pretend that they're going to accomplish shit, but don't really want it. You know what I mean? Right. It and gives, there's a it, lot of people out there like that. Being vague gives you wiggle room, like you exactly. said. Exactly. Yeah. You should give yourself no wiggle room. It's CYA. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That means cover your ass if you're if you're not. That's right. You know, into the lingo. Yeah. The and I, you know, I, I really can say that because I mean that's a word that it, that's in the Bible. 
Asses? Oh, yeah. In the old King James, there's ass, it? ass all over the place. There's ass all over the place in yeah. the old King James Bible? <laughs> Fuck, I'm going to read that. Are there pictures? <laughs> that sounds like a bar. <laughs> there's ass all over the place. But, you know, I go on and on, man, because it's really the mentality. You know, you either want it or you don't. You either want to do this shit or you don't. Mm-hmm. And pe- a lot of people like to pretend that they're ambitious and they want big goals and they want things, but they really don't want them. You know, they just want to say they want them. They want to say, oh, I got big goals and blah, blah, blah. But they don't want to do the fucking work that comes with it. Mm -hmm. So they set these bullshit vague goals that they can wiggle out of and they continue to live their comfortable little life that, you know, and dude, if that's you, dude, quit trying to pretend you're ambitious and just be you and be happy with where you're at. You're going to be a lot happier. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because just be happy and say, you know what? I'm happy where I'm at. There's nothing wrong with that. There really isn't. Like, this is not a podcast for people who want to stay in a safe spot. But there's people that do, and I don't judge them for that because that's what makes them fucking happy. I don't have a problem with that. But don't be one of these motherfuckers that pretends to be ambitious and have these goals and pretends like you want this shit when in reality you're not going to act on it. You're not going to follow the directions. And then at the end of the year you're going to say, oh, fucking life, you know, it really hit me hard this year. Man, fuck life. Hit life back. You know, people, they're victims, dude. And, and if you're a fucking victim, don't listen to this show. Go, go, go let yourself off the hook permanently. Say, I'm happy being an average dude. And be that. And, dude, nothing wrong with that. No. You know what you're I mean? Right. You're absolutely right. I know I mean, a lot of dudes we, who are average dudes that I, that I know. that I, They're some of my favorite people in the world. And right. they're happy being where they are. And, dude, there's part of me that sometimes envies that. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I could think that way. I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm a fucking. I'm. I'm. I'm not wired that way. I've got to keep moving forward, or I get depressed, you know, and might feel worthless. So, you know, this is for you, motherfuckers like me. You know? <laughs> All right? right, crazy people. Exactly. So obviously, when we talk about goals, I think the natural tendency is to focus on results. But I know that a big way that you approach goals is is to sort of bake into those goals an emphasis on the process. Right. Yeah, you know, thinking about them, okay, so I do both, all right? There's people who do one, usually what people do is they focus on the end result, and that's all they focus on. And some people will tell you that's the way to do it, and I agree with that to an extent, all right? I agree that there needs to be a major amount of time focused on the end result. Uh, You have to focus, you know, if you're an athlete, you know, what – you want to achieve as an athlete and think about that on a daily basis. All right. But what a lot of, and, and some people can get away with just doing that. Um, I'm not one of them. I, you know, I, I am an analytical person. I have to break down the process that it's going to take for me to get to a goal. So you, you know, there's, there's two points we're trying to talk about here. We're talking about focusing on the end result you want. And we're talking about breaking and reverse engineering the process from the goal and the end result that you want back to where you are now. And then analyzing that process, making that process part of your daily routine, and then executing on that process daily, understanding that that's taking you to your goal. So I do this a little bit in a different way than most, because I would say most people do one or the other or recommend one or the other. Um, I would say you need to spend equal time on both. Uh, you know, what I do is like before I go to bed, I always practice visualization of my goals. I see myself living the end result. Um, I have a vision board that shows where quote unquote my end result is. And what's funny about your end result is that it always moves. Um, but I see myself living the life that I want to live. You know, I literally see myself, you know, doing the things that I want to do, um, before I go to bed, I spend 10 minutes, you know, until I, you know, really until I fall asleep thinking about with my eyes closed and visualizing myself living that life, you know, for a long time when I was broke as fuck, you know, I used to visualize myself, you know, driving up to an airport, getting out of a Lamborghini and I would like see the door go up and like, I would get out and I would walk up to the airplane and the stairs would be down and like, it would have like the Chrome, uh, you know, handle and I would go in and it'd be all nice and I could see like all the finishes and I visualized that for years and years and years. And then I also visualized me speaking to people and people clapping and, and getting excited 
And that was back when I wasn't making, you know, I was making $695 a month. You know, now that's regular shit to me. I'm getting ready to fly to New York. You know, we're all getting ready to fly to New York on a private jet in fucking two days. You know, the, the, <laughs> that's my life. It's become what my life is. So like, I've always take that time to focus on what I want at night before I go to bed. And then what I do is I break the process down, you know, and if you haven't listened to the episode, kill it every day, we talk about the power list and you go back and listen to it. But then I use my power list to break down the tasks that are required on a daily basis to get to that point. So I like that. I don't think I've ever heard you say that the, where you take the individual goals and then each goal has a, has kind of a corresponding power list. Is that what you're talking about? Like um, you have a you have a goal and then you have an action steps. Right. But I break yeah. it down into daily actions. Okay. You know, I break it all the way down. Like if I want you know a goal that's 5 years from now, I have the ability to sort of break it down and I don't mean like like dude there's people here listening that are going to be like, "Well, how do you break down a goal?" Dude, you do the best you can. You know, being an entrepreneur, being somebody who wants to be successful, there's never a solid game plan moving forward. You break the goal down the best you think. You know, I mean, like, dude. It's an art, not a science. Sort of, yeah. You're adjusting, you know what I mean, as you go. And, you know, people, like, for example, like, if your goal is to be a millionaire, you're not going to fucking put your uh, your daily actions, um, you know, to sit on the couch for and watch uh you know, making of a murderer for t- 10 hours straight a day, like everybody's doing right now, because I see it on fucking Facebook all the time. You know what I mean? Right. It's got to be a corresponding action. And, like, you sometimes will not know that what actions need to be taken, but you have to make your best guess and your best adjustment forward. And that's what being successful is about. There's no surefire plan. You're going to have to, like, guess, and then when you figure out if that's working well or not, you know, you adjust. And that's how you go. So, um, so yeah, you have to break down, you know, where you want to be and reverse engineer it into daily actions. And we talk about that on, on the Kill It Every Day podcast. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that because it's very, very thorough and the exact stuff I'm talking about right now. The thing is, guys, is that, you know, ultimately this is going to come down to your daily actions and the habits you develop over the course of time. So, while it's important to, you know, like we talked about in the beginning of the podcast, you know, dream big and write down your goals and all the shit that your second grade teacher told you to do. If you're not focusing on the daily actions and the process and starting to make the process work for you, you're never going to get there. It's like it's like staring at a roadmap and saying, I'm in St. Louis, Missouri, and I want to be in New York and me just staring at New York and like just staring at it. It doesn't make fucking sense. All right. So. But if I stared at New York and then I started looking at the roads that start in New York and work myself all the way back to St. Louis and say, all right, well, this is what I got to do. I've got to travel seven miles a day um, on foot on this road, you know, and, and eventually, dude, you, you figure it out and you get there. You know what I mean? So you've got to focus on the daily actions. You've got to focus on the daily steps and you've got to reverse engineer the best you can to get to your goal. So, and, and guys, go back and listen to the, the podcast about the power list, which is Kill It Every Day. Yeah. That's what it's, it's called, one. right? Kill it's it one every of, day. Yeah, it's one of our most popular. Right. Because, dude, once you utilize the power list, you cannot fucking fail. It's a fail-safe, dummy-proof way of achieving your goals. You cannot fail if you execute the power list properly. It's impossible. So... Yeah, guys, if you want to listen to the episode with the power list on it, it's called Kill It Every Day. It's just the mfceo.com forward slash P9, and that'll take you directly to the uh, to that episode. So, guys, let's talk about the obstacles along the road, okay? Everybody looks for the smoothest possible ride, Everybody, which makes sense. I mean, there's no reason you shouldn't. You should always look for the easiest possible way. I, I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, look for the hardest way possible. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. But here's the reality of, of, of whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. You're, you looking for the easiest way is going to get in your way, okay? You have to look at it realistically. You have to look at it as something that's going to require work, it's going to require a, a tremendous amount of work, a tremendous amount of thought, a tremendous amount of focus. And when you're trying to, to, you know, talk your way out of it, which are your excuses, 
you're going to fail. You're not going to get to where you want to be. So when we think about like what the biggest obstacles are, you have to first win the battle in your own mind. You know, when you encounter yourself making an excuse, you have to actively take control of your thought process and murder that fucking excuse to the point where it does not even exist for a figment of a second in your mind. Okay, we talked about autocorrecting your negativity in the past podcast. It has to be done again and again and again until the first time the negativity creeps into your brain, it's gone that quickly. Okay, it has to become a habit. Getting out of your own way, getting out of your own excuses, getting out of the habitual nature of you whining, crying, bitching, and moaning in your own brain has to stop. And if it doesn't stop, you will never get where the fuck you want to go. It just won't happen. So when we talk about, you know, obstacles along the way, 99% of the obstacles that you're going to hit along the way are planted, grow, and harvested in your own brain. They come from yourself. So you have to train your brain to think differently. And when these things start to sprout, you got to pull them out and throw them in the fucking garbage. And that's it. And the most successful people on earth understand how to do this instantly. It's not even, and right now you might, you're not going to be at that point. Okay. You're not going to be at the point of, you know, oh man, I got this negative thought and I've already figured out how to fucking use it to my benefit. You know, that's what the great ones do. The great ones take their negativity, turn into positive action. They're in control of their emotions so much that when the negative thought or the negative impact or the negative emotion comes into play, they are automatically using that to move forward. They are turning that negative frustration, excuse, whatever it is, and taking that energy and converting it into positive action to move forward. That's what great people do, and that's what your goal should be internally. So the next time you think, you know, oh, they're laughing at me, or oh, this is hard, or oh, this is that, you should immediately stop, get up from whatever you're doing, and go do something that takes you towards your goal. Okay, I'm talking about physically. Like if your goal if your goal is to lose weight and you think about how hard fucking cardio is or how hard your weightlifting session is, you should stop, get up off the couch, go to the gym, go outside, and fucking do something. Even if it's for five minutes. Because that's how you're going to train your mind to get out of these habits. If you're thinking if this is a work-related thing, it would be like, oh man, I got to send 70 emails tonight. All right, get up off the fucking couch and go send 10 right now. It'll make you feel better. The action of moving forward cures your negativity long term. So the net, you know, eventually what happens is you get seasoned. You get like a salty old fucking sea dog on this stuff. And like negativity comes in, you automatically react with positive action. And that is something that is going to take you from being an average Joe to struggling to being a fucking unstoppable force of nature that gets whatever the fuck he wants or whatever she wants anytime, every time, for the rest of your life. And it's worth the investment to retrain your brain in that way. Guys, if you want to listen to this podcast or check out the show notes for this episode, just go to the mfceo.com forward slash P37, if you can believe that. We are on our 37th episode. Yeah, so your biggest obstacles to success are your own excuses. Like we said, everything we talk about here is about achievement. It's about goal setting. It's about how to get what it is you want out of your life, how to achieve the potential that you have in your life. Okay. That's what success really is. Success is not a fucking dollar amount. It's not a goal you achieve. It's not a fucking, um, car. It's not a house. You know what it is? It's the fulfillment of one's true potential. And that true potential is going to always be expanding because the more you learn, the more experience you have, the more resources you have, the more connections you have, the more your potential grows. So when you define it like that, you know, fulfilling your true potential is a very hard thing to do, right? But it's important that you define success in a way similar to that because if you don't, what will happen is you'll get the car, you'll get the house, you'll get the bank account, You'll get the fucking whatever it is, you know, fill in the blank, and you'll stop. And when you stop, you lose. How many times do we do we see this in, in you know, daily life on Instagram or, or Facebook? You know, rappers who focus all the time on making a million dollars or $10 million, they make the money, and then they never hear from them again. And then you see them on fucking, 
TMZ two weeks later, you know, or two years later in their underwear on drugs on the street. I mean, look, life is about constant progression. It's not about a thing. All right. So when you think about, you know, what we're talking about here, I want you to realize some things, you know, the shittiest day in a struggle for success is better than the best day of not doing shit. Okay. So many people go through life and they think that life is about doing the least amount possible. That is not what life is about. Okay. Life is about being a fucking animal running through the walls, conquering shit, dominating shit and turning around and saying, fuck yeah, we're going to do this shit together. Okay. That's where the fucking good shit is. That's where the juice of life is. The juice of life is not in doing the least amount. It's not in, you know, doing the, the, you know, swimming with the stream. Like we talked about, it's not what it is. What it is, is it's about setting where your potential is and achieving that potential and then resetting it again and again and again and again. Because let me remind you of something, guys. You are not just about you. You are about everybody that knows you. You have an obligation for the people around you to see you succeed, for your kids to see you succeed, for your fucking wife or your husband to see you succeed. You are an example whether you realize it or not. And I take that responsibility seriously. And you should too. So quit fucking going through life, you know, doing the least amount of shit and realize that the worst possible day on the road to accomplishing your potential is still better than the best day of sitting on your ass and watching fucking Netflix, period, okay? So the next thing I would say, too, is, you know, be weary of your emotions. You know, your emotions are not relevant to your execution, you know? I would say the most successful people on earth have become experts at doing shit when they don't feel like it. I think that's the X factor that separates people from average to, to mega, mega, mega successes is that the people who do things when they don't feel like doing them versus the people who just do shit when it feels like, because the, the, the reality is you're not going to feel like it most of the time. You know what I mean? It's, it's about doing things when you don't feel like doing it. It's about executing even when it's not easy to execute or not convenient or not, you know, fun or, or you're sick or you've got these other things going on. You know, executing when you don't feel like it is what separates the elite, elite, elite from the fucking what could have been average, you know, Joe Blow. I, I would even argue that. 90% of the people in our country probably are driven by their emotions, both positively and negatively. Like yeah, they I feel agree. good they feel good about themselves even though they've accomplished nothing. But then the flip side of that is sometimes people beat themselves up, but objectively if you look at what they've accomplished, they've accomplished a lot, they're just beating themselves up. So Well, that's cuz those people there, the people that beat themselves up, those people understand that success is a moving target. That's, that's why they point. do that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like dude, you people like people say Oh, Andy, you're so successful. I feel like a fucking loser. And I, that, I t when I tell them that, like, I, I, I really don't tell people that a lot because it, it, they think I'm, like, joking. But it's the truth. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like I should be so much further ahead and so much, you know, more uh, successful in not only just business but in er other areas of my life that, you know, I feel like a fucking bomb. You know what I mean? I, don't, I, I, I could do way more than what I'm doing, and I should be doing it. Well, I think it's because you know you you recognize something you've told me before that success isn't this one-time thing. It's dynamic. I mean, you 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 don't get to a point and then for the rest of your life continue to be successful. It's I mean, if if you were lazy if if you were hard working on Monday but lazy on Tuesday, you weren't successful on Tuesday. That's right. You know? Right. Right. So, and so many people hang on hang on to that one time they had success in their life. I mean, dude, how many guys you see talking about their fucking high school football right. days? You right, know? right. I mean, well, regardless, you know, you you've got to you've got to execute when you don't feel like it. I mean, I think that is the defining that is the defining point that separates success from average or failure. Ex executing consistently, even when you don't feel like it, and sometimes executing more when you don't feel like it, and turning, like I said a minute ago, turning that negative energy of not feeling like it into productive action. You know what I mean? That is the key, man. It really is.
Mm-hmm. Successful people execute whether they feel like it or not. You know, it's easy to do shit when you feel like doing it. So, and third, you know, I guess the third point to wrap this all up is like, look, it is good and okay and right to feel good when you fucking kill it. You know, society has groomed us over the last 15 years to almost feel bad about winning. No, winning is fucking awesome. If you're fucking winning, good for you. Fuck yeah, win. That's what this is about. And if you, if you win, fucking feel good about it. You know what I mean? Don't settle and say, oh, I won, like we talked about a second ago. But, dude, it's okay to feel good when you win. There's nothing wrong with that, you know? <clears throat> I know I said emotions don't matter, but what I don't mean is that it's not okay to feel good when, 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 you, when you win. You know, I, I just feel like society has, like, beaten that out of people. Like, oh, you, you fucking, you're winning, and that's bad. No, motherfucker, that's awesome. And I want you guys to feel good when you accomplish, you know, these little things along the way. Take a minute and say, fuck yeah, dude, I dominated that shit. You know, that's what's going to end up building your confidence to the point of unstoppable force of nature anyway. You know, celebrate your successes quickly, feel good about them quickly, and get back to work. You know, Um, another thing, you know, that goes along with this too, guys, is you need to celebrate other people's successes. I mean... When you celebrate other people's successes, it's like we talk about with thank you, you know. It's a powerful thing to say congratulations. You know, when people do well, dude, give them credit, you know, because here's the reality. When they see you doing well, you're going to get that credit back, you know. And we all know it feels better to give credit anyway than it does to take it. So, I don't know, guys. Don't let society beat down your will to win, you know. When you start accomplishing your goals and you start winning, like, you know, the funny thing is, is I, I, like, I like cocky people. Like, a lot of, it's not cool to be cocky. Um, like, what, what's his face? McGregor, the fighter. Everybody's talking shit on him. Dude, the guy's awesome. You know why? Because he's fucking good. And he knows he's good. And he puts in the work to be good. And he talks shit. Good. You know? Now, if you're going to be that kind of person, you got to be prepared to eat some humble pie whenever you lose. But, dude, you know, I'll bet if he loses or when he loses, he's going to be gracious about it. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with having a little swagger, man. Nobody wants that guy when he's on the other team, but when he's on your team, Fuck yeah, man. you love him. I want him on my team. Yeah, because he raises the level of the whole team. Dude, I, I'm yeah. going to get him on the podcast, man. That dude's – that guy I, – I, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm diff- maybe I'm different than most people. I just – you know, when people talk shit and when they're winning and, you know, all that, I, I love it. You know what I mean? A lot of people are like, oh, he's fucking blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, that's because you're sitting on the couch being a bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you don't like that talk because you're not doing anything. But but when they when they do something, they're the first ones to talk about how fucking right. awesome they are. They're insecure, so they right. take yeah. Nah, dude. Yeah. I shit talking is a fucking art, <laughs> and like Conor McGregor, he's like the fucking CEO of shit talking. Like, did you see his press conference? By the way, of, did you see it? Tyler saw it. He shaking his head. Yeah, dude, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. So, dude, when you win, celebrate your win. Mm-hmm. Get a little, you know. This isn't the motherfucking CEO show for nothing, man. Have a little fucking attitude. Have some swagger. Feel good about yourself for a minute. But get refocused quickly and get back to work. Because remember, you're only as good as your last fucking at bat. That's the reality of life. All I do is work, 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 work,